Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, our production of Agoracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out big news. For those of you out there who are bullish electric vehicles, electric vehicle batteries, and the minerals and metals are required to go in them, then you're going to love this interview with HPQ Silicon, trades in Canada, HPQ, trades in US, HPQFF. And that's because first thing you have to know, in an electric vehicle battery, which is typically a lithium-ion battery, there are three main parts you need to know about. The anode, the cathode, and the electrolyte. I'm not going to take you through a whole education on that. The only part we need to talk about, which is critical, is the anode, which plays a crucial role in how the battery works. Uh, specifically, it acts like a storage container for the lithium ions. It holds on to them when the battery is charged, releases them when the battery is being used to power the car. So this flow of lithium ions back is what makes the is it makes the battery work and allows your EV to run on electric power. Today, graphite anodes dominate the market, but they've essentially achieved their maximum performance in terms of energy density. Everybody knows this. So enter silicon. Silicon-based anodes have up to 10 times the energy density of a graphite-based anode. That's why Porsche, Mercedes, GM are betting on silicon anode batteries. However, like all good plot twists, while silicon-based anode material holds great promise, they're known to suffer from significant degradation during the charging and discharging cycle. Enter HPQ Silicon, whose patents have shown significant performance improvements in silicon-based lithium-ion batteries. And if they get that right, the market for silicon anode materials could reach $130 billion in just 10 years. And today, another big press release from the company, they take another step towards that. HBQ and Novasium sign an MOU with US-based Excelix, a silicon-dominant anode developer and manufacturer. Amazing third-party validation, Bernard. Silicon Santa, love the shirt. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. It's that time of the year where I wear the shirts in my in honor of my son. The shirts are back. I love it. We'll talk about <laughs> this one when we have a minute. But first, let's dive right into this one because this is something mm -hmm. you put out a lot of big news in 2023. Mm -hmm. This ranks right up there with a lot of them. And I want to start with this. Usually I ask you, how big is this? What does this mean? But here we've got some real third-party validation because we know who the other party is. We know who the founder and CEO <laughs> is. And Jerry Schwartz, the founder and CEO, said this. HPQ Silicon and Novasium are global leaders in the renewable energy sector, quote, unquote. Mm -hmm. That took me by surprise. Look, I love HPQ. I love Novasium. I think we're doing amazing things. But I didn't mm -hmm. think that we had reached global leadership status yet. How did you feel? What do you feel about that quote? What kind of third-party validation is that to hear that from Excelix? I basically, I, I basically know, you know, the reality is I know a heck of a lot more than you know some of the people out there. I'm probably one of them that don't knows the most of what we're doing, and I know that we've built an, an expertise in the silicone materials for batteries. We really build that expertise, um, and we're following a very disciplined approach to what we're doing. And what happened was, you know, Excelix was a company under NDA and they approached us and we started to have our discussion. And uh, one of the time we had a 
series of technical discussion with their, their CTOs and, and, all, and all those people. And um, what came out what came out of that was that they were really excited about what we were doing um, in in the uh, in the battery space and especially the uh, the surface treatment. And from then on, we started to discuss about you know the idea of signing an MOU, uh, moving to the next step, and preparing for the next step. And what's what for me, what's really great is this is another. Uh, confirmation that the timelines that I present in in, in my in the, the investor decks are relatively on track. Okay, the plans for Excelix is to start building gigafactories to make their material, and they will need a a a, a silicone supplier, but they have very specific um, requirements, and we feel that we can we can deliver those requirements based on our experience and also we feel that if we use the um the, the surface treatment uh that is excelic might end up getting an additional bonus by using our treatment now it's not an exclusivity we, we can use that for everybody else but they can get an extra bonus so this is this is what we're starting to work on this is where we're going about it this is what we're going for why should shareholders be happy about or feel optimistic about Acelix. Obviously, it's not a household name by any by any stretch. I don't know who that company was before today. Uh, on its surface, mm -hmm. it looks like a small team. Uh, tell us mm -hmm. why we should, as shareholders, you know, be excited about Acelix. Fill in some gaps there for us. Well, first of all, the the management team at Acelix is all management teams that have run for Fortune 500 companies, big projects. So it's not something out of the blue. Uh, you know, the guys we talked to about technology building up, they understand what they're doing. And they're about to enter a very exciting growth phase, okay? Um, they're not going to stay four people for long. That's really going to, that, that is the goal. And that's the reason why HPQ has to be part of the, you know, HPQ is part of the equation. So we will be part of the design, part of the ring fence of them growing up. So in the coming months, uh, you'll be hearing more about the sense that, you know, the milestone they're reaching in regard to, to, to building up their team to reach their goal of building Gigafactory. At that time, we will continue to exchange material, test, see how we can fit in, where it comes in. So we have, you know, there's more to this MOU than just, oh, it's a nice little document. There is really a, a business strategy, which is which is actually completely coherent with what we've been saying for a long time. Okay? Uh, made the SI the the SI material for batteries, which in this case is all going to be SIOX, a different level of, of material, and then basically start working with uh, the next generation of leaders. There is there is so much demand for what we're doing. Okay, that there's not going to be just one winner at the end. There's going to be there's going to be multiple players that can play into this. And the beauty of HPQ's business model is that we can basically work with almost every one of them because we have much more flexibility than everybody else. We go from making our own silicone uh, SIOX to additional material. So we really have a vision of where we're going with this. From what you said at the beginning of that answer, I want to focus in a little bit. So are you telling us that this MOU is actually part of Acelix's growth strategy, you, you're that key. It's not just your run-of-the-mill MOU, but you're actually, a, sounds like you're playing an important role in their growth strategy, not in terms of just products, but I'm assuming show in the market, uh, maybe for financing or things like that. 
for the for their growth. It's it's gonna it's gonna be mostly for regard to demonstration that we can do the material, okay, and then that they have then secured a North American supplier, and more specifically, it will you know they've asked us to become a U.S. supplier. But as, I, as I've said, uh, my strategy has really been very very clear. We have small scalable uh, production system that we're ready to send and, and deploy at the right places. So we fit we fit a little criteria. And remember, you know, Canada missed another chance of being in the game when they decided not to put silicone in the strategic mineral, but it is one in the U.S., which basically means it is covered by the NRA, the is it the NRA or whatever the the no the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act, NRA something else. Sorry, the NRA is a National Rifle <laughs> Association. Laps is there. Um. So that's part of the Inflation Reduction Act. You're saying, yeah. And, so, 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 so does so, this mean, Bernard, we may see the first uh, modular uh, reactor built you, in the U.S. Maybe in because this this group's from Seattle. Is it is, is that potentially in the works? Is something that's something you guys envision? The concept the concept is to be able to ring fence the the the, the silicone material manufacturing next to where we're going to build a gigafactory. Now, of course. They're not ready to build a gigafactory tomorrow, okay? And if you go take a look at our presentation, I managed for us 2026 with the QRR to be, you know, bigger scale production and those issues. But, you know, an overnight success takes time. Simple as that. Uh, you know, it, it, if we existed five years, six years ago, basically, if we were where we are now five, six years ago, okay, the unknown company or, or the less known company we rely on whatever sign in could have been silly seal silla nanotechnology it could have been other one of those ones that are now more mainstream known okay so th this is the importance of this this is this is the key they, they want to work with us they like what we do they understand that we understand what's going on in silicon for batteries so their product straight out of the press release is an e-cell it don't it's called E-cell, and it's described as an ultra-high-capacity, porous, silicon carbon atom anode material that enables a new class of lithium-ion batteries that are offering significantly higher energy density versus the today's industry standard, right? Um, how vital of a role? What's the role that HBQ is going to play in the E-cell? Well... They said silicon carbon. That's another way of seeing something like SIOX. You know, uh, SIOX is made out of SI, which you need 3N SI to do. That's It's sort of funny. Like we announced a week ago. And I, remember, a week ago, I said, you know, something is coming along the line when we announced the patent for the uh, for the uh, converting the QRR into continuous SIOX manufacturing process. Well, you know, SIOX is going to be the key ingredient for them. Now, I don't issue press release just to issue press release. To I issue press release because they're part of milestones that we reach as we move forward, keep going forward, keep going forward. Was that what took? Um, was that what took them over the uh, SLX over the edge, where you announced that you? No, uh, no, 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 no. We, we, we okay. What? What happened is, as I said, we signed an NDA with uh, with uh, Excelix uh, many years ago. And they've now reached a point where they're starting to think, okay, we want to build our gigafactory. Okay, where are we going to get our silicone? 
oh, we had this NDA with HPQ. Let's restart conversation. That's the same way we work with the fume silica. And then I said, oh, yeah, that's good because now we've reached this level of expertise and we made a presentation where we knew with the guys at Navacion and SIOX. And that's when they realized, oh, these guys know. So that's where that quote comes from. They, they understand that we know what we're talking about. Uh, I said, oh, it would make sense to see if you guys can become our technology partner to, 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 to make the material. That's really what we're doing. Your discussion with them, did, I'd be curious to know this, and maybe the shareholders at home would as well. Did you have a sense for any other viable options that they had in addition to HBQ Silicon? Or were you the one trick pony in this race? Or were you the one horse in this race? What's your sense of that, if if you can answer that? Well, my sense of this is there's not too many people that can do uh, small-scale silicone manufacturing and silicone manufacturing as feedstock. There's not too many people that understand how to make SIOX, what we're doing with Novasium. And there's not nobody else than us and Novasium that have a surface treatment for carbon that can improve it. So we are unique in this area. Uh, we, you know, I'm I'm having the same type of discussion with another one in Europe that's doing those type of things. I'll start, I'll start moving along as we start... You know, relatively soon we'll start. We'll start. You know, sharing to the world that you know we know how to make a batteries that's as good as everybody else, and we can make it better. We know, and we know the pathway to make it better. Uh, as I said, and I keep repeating this to people. Okay, I'm following the fume silica strategy. Is wait until you reach something milestone, and we've reached a big milestone here. Okay, I know the reality is FUDs don't have a clue what's going on. Paid FUDs that are basically panicking and, you know, making incredibly stupid statements. You know, there's only four people. Yeah, I know. But these guys have worked for, for Fortune, you know, for, for Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 50 companies. Okay. They understand what it takes to build gigafactories because they understand that those are billion dollar projects. It's not something they haven't done. I'm sorry, it's not George Battery Manufacturing these guys are, okay? George Com, buddy. George <laughs> Com, get the brand straight. Get yeah, the brand right. straight. This isn't George Com no. Battery Manufacturers. Say, hey, hey, Bernard, I'm a guy named George. Send me some silicon. I think, I, I think I'm going to build a gigafactory. These guys know what they're doing. And by the way, um, mm -hmm. I'd love an opportunity to have them on if that's possible. I have no idea if that's something they'd be open to, but... Uh, I love. That I, I think they're interested. I, I think from for, the shareholders. For, yeah, I think from the emails I'm getting now, their their interest for us is more to start, you know, getting down to doing the nitty gritty and the materials and exchanging information, and, you know, th those type of things, and, and moving forward. But it and, and the beauty of the of of this MOU for HPQ is it actually fits our development strategy or pathways to 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 to, to develop and monetize our technology. Okay, and I understand. You know, it's like it's we're following a business plan, we're executing it, and it's coming to fruition. And when we and, will, yeah. So on that note, the question I had for you here is: Okay, take us through, generally speaking, the steps between. Because you said just a minute ago, you get the sense now that you want to get they want to get going with you, right? For what are some of the steps between here and the gigafactory goal for Acelix? Well, you know, we're going to, they have very specific demands for their material. So we, you know, 
and it's not everybody can do it. And so we're going to start looking at, you know, how we can manufacture it and, 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 and get that done. But at the beginning, it's, it's very small quantity, so it's relatively easy. It's mostly lab scale type of work. But then we'll have to start looking at, oh, okay, if this works, then then we'll have to, you know, start sitting down and you know, and, and, and figure out a more serious way to, to move the project forward to, and doing this. But that's already like sort of covered in, in, in the MOU in the sense that, you know, the next steps are already, you know, thought off and planned and planned. So that's one of the things we're, we're going to be doing. Uh, they have, I'm pretty sure they're going to want us to start, you know, uh, doing some surface treatment on their material to see if it does have an impact on what they're doing. Yeah. You guys had a number of quotes in here. I read. I already read an excerpt from Jerry Schwartz, the founder CEO. You have a joint. You have a joint quote in here. Mm -hmm. Our goal. This is HPQ Novasium SLX. Our goal is to position HPQ and SLX at the forefront of the energy storage revolution by supplying cutting edge silicon based materials for next generation batteries. Um, that's a big, that's a BHAG, a big, hairy uh, something goal. I forget what the A stands for. Everyone, everyone marketing knows that. Is that just a big, big vision statement or, you know, Bernard, and I don't doubt you ever, but that's, that's a really big that's vision more, That's statement. more, that's more them that wrote it than me. That's more them that wrote it. Like this press release was done, I did mine, sent it to them. They came back, and that's them coming back. So it's, you know, like we've been doing good conversation. We move forward. It's actually a pretty, it's a pretty easy, you know, match because we're not competing against each other. We're we're complementary what we're doing, and the reality is, the size of the market is going to be so massive there's room for plenty of competitors it's just we have a unique value proposition in that regard we intend to extract as much advantage of it out of possible as possible given the profile of the founders of Acelix, schwartz and the other group and hbq let's face it you guys have a great global clearly uh with with your uh silicon uh capabilities does this press release today because uh, it's way too early for the phone to, you know, I was, I always ask you as the phone started ringing way too early, it's one day, but do you think this gives you guys even greater visibility now? Is this raised, is this perked more ears out there uh, as uh, towards HPQ Silicon? It does, but it did you know, we're going to continue to execute on our business model and, and keep doing it. And, and we know that there's going to be more and more people coming in and, and wanting to talk with us and, and work with us. But we have a very well-established pathways to, to, to get us there. You know, this is a massive market. Massive, massive. And the beauty, and the beauty in HPQ okay. is that this could be more than sufficient to be one company, right? But it's not just that. We have something even better in the fume silicon. Even when the press release is not about fume silica, you know, it's hard, it's hard not to address how important fume silica is to that, that that's amazing. Going back to my question there as a follow-up, because I wasn't sure you're gonna answer it. I look back at the press release on October 26th. 
when Novasium, you 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 guys acquired the patents for you know the mm -hmm. silicon anode materials, and you said back then, promising preliminary discussions have already started to take place with entities already under NDA, with HPQ, NDAs actually. There's a reason why mm -hmm. I really focus on that with HPQ on the potential of this technology. So mm -hmm. clearly, I guess you had in your mind when you're writing that a Celex was yeah. probably in One the mix them. somewhere. Are there other SLXs, other George Com well, not not George Com Silicons, but are there other SLXs that potentially should we should we be looking for potentially more things like this? It's, not it's, a guarantee, but are there other conversations? No, nothing is guaranteed, but there are there are ongoing discussion with different size parties into it. But you know, some of them will wait us till we publish our first results on the efficiency of the material. Um, you know, we're completely going to redesign our, our 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 investor deck really to differentiate more the three companies that are within HPQ, especially now that we've gotten rid of the nano reactor. So fundamentally, you know, first one is fume silica reactor, which is one HPQ silica pulverus. Um, second one is going to be silicone for battery initiative, and that's going to cover the entire gambit. And that will then, then that will end up using um, the QRR silicon as feedstock. But QRR material, and that, that, this is what people have to get into their head. Okay, QRR material is a silicone that's three N. Okay, at one point we were buying it at six thousand dollars a ton. Now it's selling for two thousand eight hundred dollars a ton. So that fluctuates. That is a commodity market. As I've said, that's a commodity market. We go after specialized niche. What makes us be able to do specialized niche is because we take our silicone, 3N silicone, we make it SIOX, then we make it into battery-grade material with multiple applications. And then suddenly, lo and behold, that material, you know, the, that right now is selling for two, could be selling at six in six months. It's, it, it fluctuates like this, okay? But that, the... The end battery material sells for $50,000 $50, a ton. And that's where we're in. That's what we're doing. Within this, then everything else becomes economical for the, for the entire beginning to end. So, you know, people should realize that I know more about this market than they do. Okay. And if I'm not focusing my life on trying to get, you know, selling, you know, 50 tons of 3NSI, at this specific moment is because I'm much more preoccupied on making sure that I get order for, you know, 1,500, 10,000 tons of SIOX battery material at $50,000 a ton. That's what I'm working on. And we've shown in our presentation. Wow. With that, but that I've, we've shown in our presentation that we have a pathway to do this. Okay. The issues I have learned, okay, is that the definition of fast, okay, is relative. I have investors from the Middle East, okay? They call me and they tell me, I'll call you back soon. Six, six seven days later, I, call, I text them, please define your usage of the word soon, okay? So everybody has their own relative timeline. Retail investors, traders, their timeline is nanosecond. They like a dog, you know? That, that that and that's fine. It needs we need everybody. Um, I'll give an example that I had when we did the financing for the government. Okay, 
when we got the government, when the Quebec government started to invest in HPQ, I was like, my, I was tired of doing this, all this shit. And then and it said, oh, it, it only took you seven months or a year to get this. That's fast for government. Okay. But that's reality. Okay. Everything is different. But the beauty of HPQ at this specific moment is we have so many of these projects that are moving in parallel. And you know what's going to happen? They're all going to they're, they're all going to give birth at the same time in an insane way. Like uh, in the fume silica reactors, one of the majors we're talking to says, "Oh, if it's really fast, it's going to be six months, or maybe four months." And I tell them, well, "Fine, but then you know, if it's six months, the price is not going to be the same because in six months we'll have proven something." But you understand what I'm saying? So we're know. following. We're following on a business plan which is very clear. We're adding value by doing development. Okay, and don't judge the value of HPQ on. You know, it's daily variation because we're building a very strong foundation. And I've always said that junior companies like us, okay, we trade by tsunami wave. It's it's like surfing. When the wave comes, we live one during COVID, which was a bit insane. But I keep saying, and I, I, I stand even stronger to that position, that the HPQ that, it, that we now have is should be worth... Based on that wave, even much more. There's there's no problem for us to justify that value. I've made I've run some of the number for the fume silica. The true, even at the you know even if I use like massive discount rate through the roof. And that's even if we take what three percent of the market, four percent of the market. And remember, we're making the material 80 90 percent cheaper in the battery space. There's not too many people doing what we're what we're looking at doing to make that material. So there's going to be more and more people interested to us. It's the second big business line. And we still have the hydrogen. So HPQ is, that's one of the reasons I'm very busy right now, because I have so many of those issues at the same time, which is good. I'm going to ask you, so you're not a, let's see if you can get it right. HPQ is not a one- or oh, whatever it is, I've 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 screwed them up so many times. I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> no, but you but you talk. By the way, financing. Last thing, it's closed. You did close mm -hmm. at a premium to market, but it was less than what you had wanted. But you kind of described that. You kind of mm -hmm. explained that last time. Mm -hmm. uh, any comments there about the financing? Yeah, that, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it, first of all, okay, to be able to close at premium to market. Excuse me. I think, yes, the amount is smaller, but you know, Fudster should remember. I know more what's going on than they do, okay? And my feeling is the people that basically decided to chicken out uh, will be the one that will be regretting it more, more than, than me. Um, and, and as I say, everything is fluid in what we do, okay? Because when we started the financing, we had an X series of event, and in the middle of it, some other X series of event that changes the changes the entire positively the equation. There's there's things that I can't really discuss because you know they're internal to, to the business until they become you know external. But there are things progressing, and I've said in my press release multiple times about the fume silica. Okay, we feel very although there's no guarantee, we feel very confident that we will get a deal for. We're getting us to commercial scale, and this is going to be pretty big. 
So well, three shots at it. You got company A, B, and C. Well, it's more than three uh, shots. At the end of the day. <laughs> George, there's more than three shots. I think we were having an, 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 an off right. discussion. People have to realize that fuel silica is very price elastic. So if you move the price, you'll get the buyer. And the reality is, you know, Georgetown Fuel Silica Company, with all your billion dollars of of uh, of cost of building your material, you, your price selectivity is very very small. Okay, I can come in and sell it. You, you've seen it for gas. Gas is a few cents cheaper. People to line up to buy it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, They'll line but, up for twenty five the thirty minutes. For that's, four that's cents. A, okay, for four cents. Okay, fuel silica is going to be the same thing. But remember, okay. You can't go down more than X. I can go down. So you'll die. You'll die even before it hurts me. And the green credits. It's not just straight and, price. And, uh, and, and you, had the, you had the green credit. So, you know, it's like it's, I understand that it's a complicated thing to people. Understand. And, I, and I also understand the, the counter argument. Well, Bernard, if this is so great, your stock price should go through the roof. It doesn't happen overnight. As I said, an overnight success takes time to deliver. But what HPQ is doing, and that's what we're announcing with this uh, with this MOU in the battery space, we're advancing every one of the steps. Fuel silica is the same thing. Hydrogen is going to be the same thing. It's well, when you say that, that reminds me of uh, a very good friend of mine back in 1997, 96, 98, somewhere there, who was banging the table and say, buy Apple stock buy apple stock and here's why and here are the reasons and and i'd be like wow the stock's only eight dollars a share you know uh and he goes this is this and this and this happened and this didn't listen and uh but that's a great example of mm -hmm. by the way i'm not trying to tell anyone at home that hpq is gonna be the next apple but that just that coming from a guy that doesn't even use an apple about... phone that coming from a guy that doesn't use apple phone a samsung guy. you're yeah, a samsung oh, guy yeah. you're not you're not an apple guy you know, like me. So that's uh, I I can't live with myself. I I wouldn't be able to carry around an Apple phone, uh, knowing that I didn't buy Apple eight dollars. I could have bought it for like three years at eight dollars a share. So I'm not gonna make that same yeah. mistake uh, with HPQ Silicon. That's for sure. Um, all right, my friend. Listen, it's November 28th today. You got the first of hopefully more Christmas shirts that we're gonna see in honor of Sebastian. Uh, mm -hmm. But am I right about that? I'm assuming, because like I said, August I'm on vacation in Greece, and I think we did two, if not three, interviews. So, are we going to see more Christmas shirts between now and uh, the end of the year? Should we expect to see you uh, uh, on again, George? You know full well I can't really answer this. But this being said, there are a lot of things, parts moving within HPQ. And, you know, once they reach a certain level of maturity, we, we, we can go in and we will talk about them and get them moving. There, there's, there, there are a lot of moving parts where we're doing, and, and they're all fit of the same, they're all part of the same goal, which is to develop the green technology that we are, that we are doing. And that's really what we're doing. And it goes back to the, to the, the last time it says, you know, in the battery space, it's going to be incremental improvements are going to move it but that's the key to it and that's really what investors investor base look for you know they want something secure incremental moving forward fuel silica were so disruptive that we, we have one issue left to, to resolve which is you know demonstrating scalability which we don't think it's a big issue for 
reasons that we know, you know, we're not going to go out and explain to people, but you know, we understand how to scale that up. And the same thing for hydrogen. So, yeah, looks, I don't know, George. It's like, you, you know, I know you can't guarantee it. I always ask it. And the fact of the matter is, it usually happens. So, I hope, <laughs> I hope there are other Christmas shirts hanging, ironed, ready to go in anticipation, and we'll see more. But for today, uh, I think I speak on behalf again. I think I've said this a dozen times in 2023. I speak on behalf of all, or 98.5%, I think, of HPQ shareholders say, you're doing your job on the business side. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, this is just more great news today. And uh, and uh, who knows? Maybe we will get uh, Jerry from Acelix or somebody from his team on here at some point in the future if you can ask him. But for today, mm -hmm. buddy, congratulations mm -hmm. to you, the team. Have a great day. Mr. Silicon Santa, and can't wait to have you back, uh, hopefully, in the very, very near future. Okay. All right, sir. To everybody at home, you've been watching or if you listen by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Bernard Turion, CEO, HPQ Silicon, Trades in Canada, HPQ, for friends in this, HPQFF. Do due diligence on Agoracom, then hop over to the company's website. Hop over as fast as you can because that deck from what Bernard said earlier is going to be changing again. I've never seen a company change its deck so many times, but hey, that's good news. Thanks for joining us. George, everybody. we change, we, we, change we change our decks when we reach milestone. We keep reaching milestones. So like we we keep having to change it. That's just that's just that. I wish I was your deck creation guy and you're paying me by the upgrade because it means I'd be a very rich man this year. Every no, time I'm you call me up and say, "Hey, redo no, the I'm, deck," I, I, I'm just a very busy man. Yeah, we, buddy. Thank you, man. Have a great day. Thank you, everybody. You As always, thanks for joining us. Looking forward to seeing your comments on YouTube, on Agoracom, on social media, all over the place. Uh, always love to hear them, and even the ones that make fun of us and me in particular. We get a we get a chuckle out of them, <laughs> Bernard and I. So keep those coming. But for everybody else, uh, love your comments. Thanks for the feedback. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agoracom Small Cap Podcast.